Every day, the Rundown podcast keeps you in the loop about the people and places that shape Chicago. The show is possible thanks to the ongoing support of listeners like you who understand the value of our work to keep you engaged. Support the Rundown podcast at wbez.org slash rundown donate. And thank you. Good morning. I'm Adora Namigade. And this is The Rundown. Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson's first city budget passed yesterday. The $16.7 billion spending plan furthers many of Johnson's progressive priorities, like a new Department of Environment and more mental health clinics. Some city council members say the city is not budgeting enough funding to support migrants through next year. Finance Committee Chair Pat Dowell says the city can do both. This is not an either-or issue. We can work together through the migrant crisis and provide for the existing Chicago residents at the same time. The budget also includes a new commission to study reparations and an office to support formerly incarcerated residents. Johnson also stuck to his campaign promise of not raising property taxes. The spending plan passed by a 41 to 8 vote and will go into effect next year. In other City Hall news, Mayor Johnson announced a tiered 60-day shelter stay limit for migrants, but details are scarce. Johnson announced the new shelter limit yesterday, but declined to share specifics on how exactly the policy will work. We are implementing a tiered 60-day shelter stay limit combined with robust case management and workforce access. The move is Johnson's first hardlined effort to date to manage crowded shelters, and it follows a similar policy New York City recently implemented. Johnson's top deputy, Christina Pasiona Zayas, suggested migrants won't be immediately forced out of shelters if they've been looking for housing. No one will be kicked out if they're able to demonstrate that they have made progress with uh, seeking uh, permanent housing. More details are expected to be released this Friday. And that's not the only budget that passed yesterday. The CTA board unanimously approved its nearly $2 billion spending plan for next year. The 2024 budget does not include any fare increases and commits to restoring bus and rail service back to pre-pandemic levels, on one condition. As long as recruiting new bus drivers and rail operators remains on track, the CTA expects to end this year with 2,000 newly hired employees, but that's still short of what's needed to provide full service. Here's CFO Jeremy Fine. We continue to get people hired, uh, trained, and online so that we can continue to deliver that service for our customers. CTA projects ridership to increase 10% next year. To encourage riders to return, the agency will invest in new technology and security measures, including new cameras and lighting. The Illinois Commerce Commission, the state's utility regulator, will issue its decision today on nearly $900 million in rate hikes for the state's major gas utilities. If the people's gas rate hike goes forward today, Chicagoans could see gas bills increase by nearly $12 come January. Jim Chilson is with the Citizens Utility Board. He says that could mean an additional pressure on a city already facing an energy affordability crisis. You know, we've got about one in five consumers can't afford their bills. They're 30 days or more behind on their bills. We've got some neighborhoods where that number is approaching 50 percent and the average debt is approaching $1,000. The Illinois Commerce Commission meets this afternoon to decide on proposed rate hikes, also from North Shore Gas, NICOR Gas, and Ameren, Illinois. Some quick things you should know today. With another harsh winter approaching, 
the Chicago Transit Authority will be teaming up with the city's social services department to provide outreach and shelter to unhoused riders. The CTA approved a $2 million contract with the Department of Family and Support Services yesterday to launch the program. It will focus on reaching out to unhoused Chicagoans at transit stations and connecting them to services. Services like referrals to temporary and permanent housing, mental health services, and substance abuse treatment. Northwestern is removing the interim tag from football coach David Braun and will make him the Wildcats' permanent head coach. Braun took over the head coaching duties in July when Northwestern fired longtime coach Pat Fitzgerald amid team hazing allegations. Braun has led the Wildcats to a 5-5 record this season, and they could go to a postseason bowl game if the team wins at least one of their two final games. Today's weather, it's the last unseasonably warm day, with highs in the mid-60s. Tomorrow's peak should be in the high 40s. That's it for now. Later today, there are more than 18,000 Palestinians living in Cook County alone. That's more than any county in the nation. And that's only according to what's available in census data. Experts say it's likely a huge undercount of the true population. Um, some experts estimate the actual Palestinian population here in the Chicago area to be five times larger than what the census has. WBEZ data reporter Amy Chin explains the history of Palestinian migration to Chicago, starting with the 1893 World's Fair. That's later today at 1 o'clock. I'm Adora Namigante. Thanks for listening.